Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Light of Truth broadcast with Michael Bodea. All right, and that is what they call a cold open in the radio biz. I know, I just said radio biz. It's amazing. Anyway. Welcome to the program, and thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth radio broadcast. I am your host, Michael Boldia, and as always, it is a pleasure to have you with us. Uh, We are back, and uh, well, it's not like there's a lack of things to talk about. Now, is there? Um, It's amazing to, to, to watch the speed of the decline. That's uh, the one thing that took me by surprise. It wasn't that we were headed for decline. It wasn't that we were declining. But the speed at which we are declining as a nation is the one thing that, um, well, just I I guess the best way to put it is surprised me. Uh, I I thought we'd drag it out a little bit more. I thought uh, we'd put Band-Aids on bullet holes until we ran out of Band-Aids. But no, we decided to go full bore, full speed ahead. And here we are. Now, remember a few weeks ago, uh, I I started talking to you about inflation and the possibility of hyperinflation. Well, when we did that, uh, I got a couple of emails from certain people going, uh, you're you're just being a pessimist. Uh, it's it's all about you know uh, the supply chain. It's not inflation. So uh, I, I think you're just a fear monger. Well, welcome to inflation. So uh, it doesn't matter what you do for a living. Uh, if you just open your eyes, I I do the grocery shopping in my family. Let's start there, and. I'm not one to look at prices regularly. I'll pick up what we need, and that'll be that. But of late, I've been noticing that there's more money coming out of my pocket. And I sit there scratching my head going, I bought the exact same thing this week that I bought last week. Why exactly am I paying 10, 20, 30% more for these items than I was a couple months ago? It has nothing to do with the supply chain. It has everything to do with inflation. And by the time summer rolls around, it's going to get ugly for a lot of people. And so my public service announcement for you is if you will be in a position to help somebody, then help them. Because uh, a lot of people are going to be hurting shortly. A lot of people are going to be in a heap of trouble because they thought that the free money would last forever. They thought they could stay home in perpetuity and never more labor, yet somehow make coin And that is just unrealistic. That's an impossibility. And so we are facing very dire circumstances as a nation. 
And because we are facing dire circumstances as a nation and because the people at the helm of this nation have no clue what they're doing, uh, every other nation is looking at the U.S. and its weakness and making plans. No, they're not making plans to aid us. They're not making plans to help. They're not making plans to send foreign aid to the United States because that relationship, dear friends, is a one-way street. We are the ones that sent the foreign aid. We are the ones that help. We are the ones that pitch in. We are the ones that, you know, any, any sort of natural disaster or, or economic downfall or uh, hunger or whatever it is that ails a nation, America is the first nation in line to help. I think it will reveal a lot as to who our friends are as well as who our enemies are, as well as people that pretended to be our friends who really uh, were not, are not, and will never be. Now, I want to get into this first because we need to establish the concerted effort that was put forth back in 2019 and 2020 to make sure that the big orange man didn't get another bite at the apple, to make sure that the big orange man didn't win re-election. They even went so far, the news media and the propagandists, to poo-poo any idea that this virus came from China They did everything they possibly could to poo-poo the idea that a lab in Wuhan was the originator of what we have come to know as COVID-19. Now, I know that when Mr. Robinette Biden had his moments of lucidity back during the campaign, he'd uh, be quick to say that Donald Trump was in the pocket of the Chinese and the Russians, But a couple months in, and we're seeing uh, who is in the pocket of whom. President Joe Biden shut down a State Department probe this spring into the origins of COVID-19 in China that was launched by the Trump administration under Secretary of State Mike Pompeo last fall, according to a CNN report Tuesday. I know, CNN reported it. Well, CNN's having problems. CNN just declared that their viewership's down 70%, because if you don't have the big orange menace to contend with, well, then nobody watches you. Let's face it. Don, the homosexual lemon, and uh, Anderson, the homosexual cooper, not very entertaining. Well-dressed men they might be, but as far as entertainment value... Unless they're uh, bloviating about how bad Donald Trump is for the nation, uh, they're not. There's nothing there, especially Don Lemon. At least Anderson Cooper is a gazillionaire. He does this just to be able to twist the minds of people, but Don Lemon has no redeeming qualities. 
It's not as though someone will wake up one day and miss Don Lemon if he doesn't appear on CNN anymore. But CNN reported this. Now, why would President Joe Biden shut down a State Department probe regarding the origins of COVID-19? It's a good question, isn't it? Because remember, we want to get to the bottom of this. Not anymore, apparently, because while we're playing the short game, the Chinese are playing the long game. They're more than happy to to, to bribe anyone they have to bribe. They're more than happy to pour billions upon billions of dollars into the coffers of anyone they think could help them, because they see it as an investment. Exactly the same reason that the Chinese government decided to do business with one Hunter Biden, he of, uh, you know, crack fame. They did business with him because of who his daddy was. And because they thought that somewhere down the line, they might make profit from their investment. Well, they're making profit now. Last year, concerns voiced by President Donald Trump that COVID-19 might have escaped from a lab in Wuhan, China, were dismissed by media fact-checkers as conspiracy theories. I know. There's a lot of conspiracy theories that seem to have uh, been proven true. If something could be factually proven, if it's demonstrable that the thing that you call the conspiracy theory isn't, can you still call it a conspiracy theory? Now, granted, nobody's going to apologize from CNN or anywhere else. No, no media figure, no reporter, no one's going to come out and go, we were wrong. Because it doesn't matter how many times they're wrong, they're always going to get a pass. It doesn't matter how many times they're wrong. Someone will cover for them. The Biden administration has said that it wants China to be more transparent. Oh, yes, and the Chinese will be forthcoming without a doubt. They'll be so transparent it'll hurt. and wants the World Health Organization to conduct an independent inquiry. But the WHO is widely seen as having helped China cover up the pandemic. No, not the WHO. They're unbiased. They just spill facts as they see them. The WHO, the World Health Organization would never stoop to taking money from a certain regime and, let's call it, massage the facts to put that particular regime in a better light, would they? Why, that would be insane. CNN reported that President Joe Biden and his team 
shut down a closely held State Department effort launched late in the Trump administration to prove the coronavirus originated in a Chinese lab over concerns about the quality of its work, according to three sources familiar with the decision. The existence of the State Department inquiry and its termination this spring by the Biden administration, neither of which has been previously reported, comes to light amid renewed interest in whether the virus could have leaked out of a Wuhan lab with links to the Chinese military. The Biden administration is also facing scrutiny of its own efforts to determine if the Chinese government was responsible for the virus. Now, the reason I'm covering this, the reason I'm talking about this today, is because we will know just how much dirt China has on Hunter Biden and the Biden clan by how vociferously, that's right, it's a $10 word, kids, by how vociferously the Biden administration defends China. Look, do you understand that, who was it, some, some movie star or wrestler or something had to apologize for calling Taiwan a country? But it is. The only people that don't recognize Taiwan as being a country are the Chinese. And the Chinese said, nine, nine. And Hollywood moguls, actors, and directors bowed in unison, doing what Hollywood asked them to do. He actually apologized for calling Taiwan a country. Look, the two greatest dangers that this nation faces, well, let's call it three, are first the Chinese because they want to dominate globally, and globally means us too. On the other side, you have the Russians who, you know, they they hold a grudge. Let's call it what it is. It's not as though, oh, bygones are bygones. We know you won the Cold War. Okay. We are friends now. It doesn't work that way. The only people think that it works that way is Beth Moore and her ilk. By the way, Beth, when chicken gets to 30 bucks a pound, are you still going to think that Dr. Jill's hair was flowing? Huh? When you got to pay 45 bucks for a eh, average ribeye, are you still going to think that Lady Gaga's outfit was fabulous? I'm sure you will because you don't care. You've made your money. Your gated community won't feel the pain. But you know who will? Every middle class family from coast to coast. Unless you're Amish or Amish, depending on how you want to say it, unless you raise your own cattle and chickens and eggs and such, unless you have a plot of land upon which you farm, you will feel it. From every basic necessity to milk to eggs to meat to gas to two-by-fours, everything is skyrocketing in price. 
and they covered for as long as they could. Oh, this isn't inflation. No, no, no. This, call it whatever you want, but it's not inflation. It's, it's uh, yeah, it's the, it's the, you know, pipeline. It's, uh, we, we, we were just backed up. Uh-huh. We can't use that excuse anymore. Because we're seeing more and more of this every single day. And I warned you, because this is my job. My job and my duty is to tell you what's coming so you can prepare. It's going to get markedly worse. Things will continue to spiral out of control. Expect your dollar to be worth 70, 80 cents of what it is now, buying power-wise. So your $1 will be worth 70 cents of buying power. Is somebody going to give you a 30% raise overnight because of inflation? Of course not. So you're going to have to make do. You're going to have to cut corners. You're going to have to, you know, tighten the old belt. And while this is happening, while major pain is being inflicted upon the country... Individuals who have never had a job in the public sector or in the private sector, individuals who have never had to make payroll, individuals who have never had to do what a business needs to do in order to survive and make a profit, will look down on middle America and the middle class and say, hey, you need to pay your fair share. Don't complain. Not only are you paying more for every staple, not only are you paying more for your food, your gas, your heat, your AC, whatever it is, we're going to tax you a little more too. Because, you know, less and less people want to work and more and more people want a universal basic income. And that's our voter base. It's the dirty, the dingy, the potheads, the homeless. That's the voter base. Why do you think they're so gung-ho about opening the border? Because they really love Mexicans and Guatemalans? If Nancy Pelosi's within 50 feet of a Guatemalan, she's going to break out in a rash. There are armed security guards in Nancy Pelosi's gated neighborhood that will shoot Guatemalans on sight for being anywhere near their property. So don't tell me that they have big love for illegals. Don't tell me that El Salvadorans are now apple of Nancy Pelosi's eye. The reason that they're allowing this to go on, the reason they're allowing just floods of illegal migrants to cross the border unabated is because they know that a predominantly large percentage of them will be loyal Democrat voters. To these people, it's about power. That's all it's ever been about. And I know I sound like a broken record, and I know I keep repeating myself, but there's still some of you out there that, well, you know, 
but there was no empathy from the big orange man. What's more empathetic than creating an economic environment where anyone that wants a job gets a job and where everyone can thrive? Tell me that. I'd love to hear it. So we're in for a world of hurt. And that's putting it mildly. Because how do I put this? As things continue to deteriorate, as more and more people become desperate, crime, burglaries, murder, robberies, all of these things will increase and multiply exponentially. See, you're having high crime rates when people can still get a job. You're having high crime rates when people can still go to a soup kitchen and get some bread and some cheese and some bologna. Imagine there not being soup kitchens or places where you can go get a meal. Because another article that I happened upon was the fact that public crime, especially in cities, is seeing a violent uptick. 30% of Americans often feel unsafe in public as crime rages in cities. 30%. That's, that's a pretty high number. 30% of Americans sometimes feel unsafe in public as crime rages in American cities, according to an APC poll uh, released May 26th. If you happen to be Jewish, it's probably 95%. Because apparently it's open season on Jews now. The administration is turning a blind eye to anti Jewish sentiment in this country because for some unexplained reason they still believe that the people who launched the tax, the people who launched the rockets are in the right. So imagine that you're sitting at home minding your own business and all of a sudden Somebody starts lobbing rockets at you. Now, you knew that your neighbor didn't hold you in high regard or high esteem. However, you didn't think that your neighbor would be so self-destructive as to initiate an attack against you unprovoked. This is pretty much what is happening with Hamas and Israel at this point. And when the Israelis finally had enough, and when they retaliated, everybody was up in arms again. Now, we need to be aware of something very important. Because there are some, even within the Christian community that look at what's happening with 
the Palestinians and the Israelis, and they shrug their shoulders and go, well, you know, that's them. They've always been doing this. Well, the people financing Hamas, the people financing uh, the terrorist cabal, as it were, are the Iranians. Or, uh, if you want to sound uh, very erudite, the Iranians. Well, the Iranians are the ones financing the terrorist attacks. And last time I checked, to the Iranian regime, Israel is just the little devil. They're the small Satan. Guess who the great Satan is? You got, you got a country in mind? I'll bet you you're thinking what I'm thinking. The great Satan is these United States of America. And so what we're doing is we're giving people who see you as the great Satan globs and globs of money in the hopes that given enough money, they won't pursue nuclear weapons. Now, if you were a bad actor in a regime like Iran's and you saw a a bumbling buffoon not being able to get two words out without making a mistake, and this individual is throwing money at you by the barrel, would you let that hamper your singular pursuit of destroying the great Satan? Your singular enemy, the blight of your existence, is giving you money in the hopes that you will promise you won't make the weapons that you need in order to destroy him. Now, I'm not a Rhodes Scholar or a Mensa member, but I can say, I don't think that's going to work. But fear not. With uh, the uptick in uh, anti-Jewish sentiment, with the uptick in anti-Jewish violence in America, uh, the Jewish engagement director of the Biden administration came up with a brilliant plan. He going to fix everything. Biden's campaign Jewish engagement director tells Jews to hide their Judaism. Why didn't they think of that? Aaron Kayak, Jewish engagement director at Biden for President, said Friday, take off your kippah. And hide your Magen David, or Star of David, if you fear for your life as a Jew. Stop being Jewish! It's as simple as that. 
Why didn't the Jews think of it? If you're afraid you're going to get slaughtered in broad daylight by animals because they feel they have a license to attack you because somebody's going to turn a blind eye because, eh, it's just a Jew. If you're afraid that's going to happen to you, stop being Jewish. Problem solved. KX comments follow a major increase in anti-Semitic incidents. If you don't know that's happening in the country, then you've been sheltered because it's getting pretty gnarly out there, kids. Jewish and non-Jewish Twitter users criticized KX's recommendation to hide Jewish identity. One woman replied to KX, I wore my Star of David today. It's a little on the small side. I need a bigger one, and I do fear for my safety in the current climate. One man asked Kayak, should I hide my eyes to avoid being targeted for being Asian? Comparing Kayak's statement to victim blaming, another Twitter user said she was wearing an awfully short skirt. So at least, if there is a silver lining to all of this, at least people are beginning to see the absurdity that this administration is shoveling out. And they're pushing back. How long will they push back? How hard will they push back? That remains to be seen. So, again, it's very simple. If you don't want to get targeted as a Jew, stop being Jewish. There, I have no words. Honestly, how, how mentally deficient do you have to be to come up with such lunacy? But this is where we are. It's not that we should do something to curb the violence. It's not that we should do something to keep people who would gladly see a Jew dead from killing said Jew. We're telling Jews just to stop being Jewish. Now, I know that some of you are going, well, you know, I mean, it's, it's practical advice. What's so bad about that? You know, just, you know, stop being Jewish. Imagine if someone in the prior administration had said to homosexuals, if you're afraid of being gay bashed, Stop being so gay. <gasps> oh, my. The hatred. The homophobia. There's no homophobia. Practical advice, isn't it? If you're afraid of being gay bash, stop being so gay. And it doesn't even compare because you're born a Jew. I'm sorry, you're not born a flaming homosexual. 
But this is where we are. You've got the nerd kings of Silicon Valley criminalizing thought now. People are getting disappeared off of every platform for not falling in line. I know individuals that got their entire YouTube channels and Facebook pages nuked because they insisted that the coronavirus came from a Wuhan lab. Well, now it's being supported by evidence. Will these people's channels be reinstated? Highly doubtful. So a handful of people decide what you hear and what you see. This is the reason that we're uploading the program to Rumble rather than to YouTube and just, you know, providing a link. I already got one program taken down. I'm assuming it was because I misgendered uh, the it running for the governorship of California. Bruce Jenner. Oh, wait, it's not Bruce. Is it Misty? It's uh, uh, Caitlyn. The brave and beautiful Caitlyn Jenner, formerly Bruce Jenner, Olympic athlete. Uh, I, I went through the program, through the audio, and I think that's what it is, believe it or not. Either that or our very, very funny infomercials about getting a free donut for getting a jab. Either way, I'm not playing their game. Channel was never monetized, never planned to monetize it, and I'm assuming anybody can take the extra second it takes to click on the link and go to the Rumble page and listen to the program there. But let's get back to where we are as a nation. Because there are many things happening all at once. And right now, people are still excited because, well, you know, the stock market's still up. Not for long. There's a ripple effect taking place that will shake the foundations of this nation. And once haughty people with not a worry in the world will find themselves poor and destitute because they thought they could ride the wave into infinity. And that's absurd on its face. So let's get back to this. The existence of the State Department inquiry and its termination this spring by the Biden administration, neither of which has been previously reported. What happened to being an open administration? We're going to be the most honest and open and transparent administration ever. Yes, they are. comes to light amid renewed interest in whether the virus could have leaked out of a Wuhan lab with links to the Chinese military. 
The Biden administration is also facing scrutiny of its own effort to determine if the Chinese government was responsible for the virus. Those involved in the previously undisclosed inquiry, which was launched last fall by allies of then Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, said it was an honest effort to probe what many initially dismissed that China's biological weapons program could have had a greater role in the pandemic's origin in Wuhan, according to two additional sources. But the inquiry quickly became mired in internal discord amid concerns that it was a part of a broader politicized effort by the Trump administration to blame China and cherry-pick facts to prove a theory. Well, apparently, it wasn't about cherry-picking facts. It's a proven theory. It came out of a Wuhan lab. it threw the world into a side spin that it still hasn't recovered from. But people who otherwise would remain largely anonymous suddenly became very popular. People who would otherwise remain powerless suddenly became very powerful and they like it they like the fame they like the power and they're not about to give it up voluntarily remember back in the early 90s there was a commercial for, what was it, Life Cereal, I think. And it was about, hey, give it to Mikey. Mikey will try anything. And then the line is, hey, Mikey likes it. Pretty much what some of these basement dwellers realized once they got a taste of power. Hey, I like it. And so they attempted to drag this on for as long as they could. Now, thankfully, most people have reached their breaking point when it comes to social distancing, to masking, and everything else. I mean, I live in Wisconsin. The the, the governor was pretty harsh when it came to the mandates, but... I'm not seeing anybody wearing a mask anymore in the store, outside, in the park, anywhere. Because it's not as though the people haven't been gracious. I mean, you said two weeks to flatten the curve. We gave you a year and change. But it's time. See, they were hoping that you would embrace this as your new normal. They were hoping that you would obediently and subserviently put on a muzzle every day for the rest of your life, never let people see your face, huddle in your basement, 
because the more you kept away from life, the more you isolated yourself, the more you kept yourself isolated, the more power they could accumulate, the more power they could wield. And so they were hoping, kids, they were hoping that five years from now, you'd still be walking around six feet apart with masks on and visors on, triple mask, passing out from lack of oxygen. But people have had enough. And it's not as though they stopped trying to assert influence. But now the big push is for you to get the jab. I, I've never seen as, as big a push for, I don't know, getting a flu vaccine or a flu shot. But, man, they're pushing. Everybody's on the train. Look, I got vaxxed, and you got vaxxed, and they got vaxxed, and we got vaxxed. Uh, pass. As long as this is still a free country... I have the freedom and the right to say, pass. Muchas gracias, no. I have an immune system. I think I'll be all right. Ironically, the article continues, then-candidate Joe Biden and others criticized President Trump during the 2020 campaign for allegedly having dissolved the White House pandemic unit. In fact, it was reorganized in ways that advocates said made it more effective. Biden also claimed falsely that Trump had rolled over for the Chinese and that he did not ask China to allow the U.S. to investigate the coronavirus. Biden promised he would insist, insist, insist. He said it three times, so you know he meant it, that China had to let the U.S. in to investigate. Now, Biden has reportedly dissolved an effort to investigate the origins of the pandemic. What a surprise! Now, if I were a betting man, I would wager heavily that either one Mr. Hunter Biden or someone closely associated with one Mr. Hunter Biden is about to land a very big and lucrative contract with some Chinese company, if not the Chinese government itself. Because one hand washes the other in politics. And I think this is why they detested the big orange man so much. He had no interest in pay-to-play. He had no interest in trying to get a little extra something on the side. Because, you know, four years is a long time to go without a taste, as Joe Biden would say. So, yes, even though Biden promised he would insist, 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 uh, I guess he didn't insist hard enough, huh? So, 
right now, even after what the Chinese did to Blinken, even after they basically made a mockery of the U.S.'s handling of everything in the last three years, uh, we're not really willing to insist, insist, insist that China be forthright about its, uh, well, Wuhan labs and what all they're uh, cooking up in there. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I get very skeptical when I see a concerted effort to convince the population of something, whatever that something might be, from Google to Facebook to YouTube to everyone in between, there has been a concerted effort to, let's just say, massage the facts regarding not only this virus, but also applicable treatments and also the vaccine, the supposedly safe vaccine from which people are dropping like flies from blood clots. It's, it's just coincidence. Stop believing your lying eyes. It's just coincidence. If we hope to stave off real gnarly things like travel passports or vaccine passports, there needs to be a concerted effort by a majority of the population vociferously declaring no. Because if people are quiet, if people just go along to get along, if people bow their heads and, you know, keep quiet because they, they don't want to get their YouTube channel nuked or they don't want to use, lose whatever measly peanut sponsor they have, these people will see it as a license to clench the iron fist and never let go. They will see it as license to accumulate complete and total power and pursue their corruption in perpetuity. Because Lord knows the media is not going to call them on it. The media is complicit. The media is still trying to push the fear because they understand that fear sells. If you can be made afraid enough to stay home and not go outside and not hear chirping birds, well then, chances are better than good that you'll turn on the news and they'll get another viewer. 
They know you're not watching CNN or MSNBC or even Fox News outside. And so whenever you, you, you see these sort of bleeding heart appeals, stay safe, wear your mask, be distant, stay home, save a life. They're doing it because they're trying to save their jobs. Because they understand the only reason that people were tuning in was to see what they had to say about the big orange menace. And now the big orange menace is tanning himself in Florida. But somehow they keep coming back to him. Somehow they keep trying to find ways and reasons to blame a man that's been out of office for, what, four months now. I know, rising Phoenix, he'll be back any minute. I'll wait. I got nothing but time. But I've told you before, and I'll tell you again, stop putting your hope in in, in far-fetched theories that have a maturation cycle of six months or a year. Because what you'll end up doing is wasting six months or a year just waiting for something to happen only to be utterly disappointed and disillusioned when it doesn't happen. I've been meditating on that verse that Jesus spoke on, work while it's day. For night comes when no man can work. I think if the enemy... can get us to sit on the sidelines waiting for something to happen in six months, in a year, in two years, in four years, then he's won. I think if the enemy can somehow get us to put off not doing what we know we're supposed to be doing today, Because somebody said that in three months a magic unicorn will appear out of the sky with Trump riding it and he'll take back power. It's, it's gone. It's done. Don't, don't put off doing what you know you're supposed to be doing in the hope that some magical, mysterious, even miraculous thing will occur. Put your nose to the grindstone and work. It's still day for now. Work. Do what you are supposed to be doing. And that way, six months from now or a year from now when This administration doesn't all get hung for treason and Trump comes back in the White House. When all of these far-fetched and far-flung theories don't materialize, you won't look back on the six months or year that you wasted and feel like a fool. Don't let the enemy win. Work while it's day. 
Don't let the enemy win. Be about the Father's business now. Because as the word says, tomorrow will come with its own problems. Tomorrow doesn't belong to you. It doesn't belong to me. It belongs to him. And he has you under the shadow of his wing. So when I tell you about the hard days that are ahead, it's not to make you fearful. It's not to make you apprehensive. It's not to scare you. It's so that you might prepare yourself and steel yourself and steel your heart and gird up the loins of your mind so that when you see these things come to pass, it will not devastate you as it will devastate so many. I'm not trying to sell you a bucket of gruel. I'm not trying to sell you potatoes or gratin. I'm just telling you what I see coming. Be wise. Don't, don't live in fear. But at the same time, don't stop living because you expect something to happen in six months. Don't stop living because you expect something to happen in a year. Because that means that the enemy has effectively sidelined you for six months or for a year. Be about the Father's business. Work because as yet it is day. However, the coming night is also a certainty. See, like I said, I've, I've meditated on this verse quite a bit in the past few weeks. Jesus was certain that night was coming. He didn't say it may, it might, perhaps. He said the night will come. And when the night comes, no man can work. So if you are still able, do your duty. And remember, when things go from bad to worse and people descend into hopelessness, show them the hope that is Christ. Not just in words, but in actions. As always, thank you for joining us. Uh, we will be with you again next week. We'll see what happens till then, because every week's a miracle. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers. May God bless you. Gino, if you've got anything to say, the floor is yours. Thank you, Mike. Well, I believe that was a solid word from the Lord at the end. Work while it's day. Don't let fear overtake you. Walk in faith. Um, you know, don't get caught up in conspiracy theories, like Mike said. You know, be biblically, follow the word of God, follow the truth of God's word. And um, you'll never go wrong. And, uh, you know, like Mike said, I think he 
put it in real perspective. The devil's trying to put fear on people. And we can't have fear. We've got to have faith. Faith that what? Even a grain of a mustard seed will move a mountain. And God's with us. And, and you know, the enemy will always try to hit a vulnerable area. But trust the Lord with all your heart. Lead not on your understanding. Acknowledge him in all thy ways, and he'll direct your path. So we will put the show on Rumble. And uh, please get it out to other people. Uh, please encourage people to listen. And also check out the Hand to Help website, handofhelp.com, and continue to blow a trumpet and get the warnings out. The books, the messages are very important at this hour uh, because we see the America falling. And like Mike said, it's happening very quick. Uh, economically, things are going to change, and we really do need to work while it's day or soon the night comes, like Mike said, when no man can work. Thank you so much for listening to the Light of Truth radio broadcast. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth with Michael Baldea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website at handofhelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, you can email us at handofhelpoffice at aol.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you.